0: Here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, creative people! It is that time of week again. Another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast is coming down the pipeline. My name is Dusty. I am the host of the show. Also, want to remind you briefly that this show, as always, is brought to you by the guys over at Tube Buddy. T u b e b u d d y. If you're looking for a YouTube tool to make your life easier on youtube then go on over and check out tubebuddy it is a free browser extension that will allow you to utilize tools such as bulk updating uh, bulk upload to facebook as well as many other fantastic features that will just make your youtube creative process so much easier so go check them out tubebuddy.com next i also want to mention if you are interested on getting your channel on the show as well as finding a channel that you'd like for me to have featured on the podcast and have me interview the creators, please let me know via email over at dusty at youtubecreatorshub.com because I am always looking for interesting creators to have on the show to share their journey so far on YouTube. And guys, if you don't know what the show is about, this is a YouTube-centric, video-based show in where I interview content creators who are producing YouTube videos, YouTube channels, who are doing well on YouTube about their journey. And a lot of times people ask me, so is it just a YouTube show? Yes, it is centralized around YouTube, but I just want to talk to some of the brightest and most brilliant creators on the Internet and how they're using video to make a difference. So that's it in a nutshell. So guys, this interview went a little long. This happens to be one of my favorite interviews so far on the show. Uh, I am joined by... Mike and Megan Norp from the Norp and South YouTube channel. Uh, We'll talk about them uh, going into the interview, but they have nine children and this is a really exciting uh, YouTube channel and they're growing so fast because they've got such quality content. So let's go ahead and jump into the interview. All right, guys, I am so excited to be joined today by Mike and Megan Norp. They are full-time travelers currently touring the country in an RV. Get this with nine children. They started their YouTube channel nine months ago and made around ten videos before they hit the road in May, and they've started vlogging nearly every day since. Mike, Megan, how are you guys doing today? Great, Looking
1: great. Dusty, glad to be on.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you guys on the show. When I heard about your story, and I was reached out to uh, by a contact person from your guys' end, I realized that I had not have any had anyone on the show, similar to to what you guys are doing. So I don't know who wants to tackle this first question, but maybe if you would, it's not really a question, maybe tell our audience a little bit about you guys and your journey uh, and your YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, I'll start, because I'm a talker. But um, (laughs) we really had used YouTube for several years, but more along the lines of like, let's look up this funny video to show our friends while they're over. Um, Which is a great way to use it. Yeah. But we're homeschoolers, and in the last probably couple years, our kids started to really dive into using YouTube for their education. And um, there were several channels they were following, you know, science channels and history channels, and we started to recognize a little bit more about um, how great YouTube could be and what people were doing with YouTube, and we're, we're, we're getting more and more intrigued until I think last fall, you know, we have nine kids and we were getting asked questions all the time about you know, how do you, what do you drive? What do you eat? Or people would say, we wish we could be a fly on the wall in your house and see how you do things. And we thought, you know what, let's start a YouTube channel and, you know, and just say, you should watch our YouTube channel so that, um, we could share it and show people what our life was like. And at that time we were living at home and weren't traveling yet. And, um, during the process of starting our channel, we decided to hit the road. Um, because as homeschoolers, that was just kind of the, um, the best day of the week that we had was when we were out traveling. And so we decided to do it full time and just integrated that into our channel. So we started the channel before traveling. And um, Mm -hmm. once we started traveling, it, it became, it changed from, let's show them how we do things, you know, the systems in our home and how we raise nine kids to let's let them into our everyday life, really.
0: And have you guys found that it's a good way not only to, you know, send people these video links to let them know kind of what's going on in your life as far as that goes, but also a good way of kind of documenting, especially with nine kids, kind of what's going on and being able to look back at your journeys and being able to watch old videos and just enjoy those
2: uh, as a family. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the kids already will, they like to actually spend their time looking back on our old videos and kind of reliving um, some of that those experiences, so that's actually really been great because it, it almost forces us to document what we're doing and even document it in a way that's fun for the for for the kids to watch. It's not like they're having to pick through, you know, hours and hours of video. So that's that's been great for all of us, really.
1: Yeah, they love it. I think um, they're excited as soon as the video is up, they all want to watch it, and then they'll just kind of sit at sit at the TV because we know we have the smart TVs, so they can watch YouTube on them and search back and oh remember when we went to the beach let's watch that video so it's really fun we love that part of it now did
0: either of you have any video background or as far as like recording video doing audio any of that I mean is that kind of y'all's background as far as one of you guys or is it just something that you started when you
2: started YouTube
1: well I went to school for film I studied film at Brigham Young University but that was like you know, 15 years ago.
2: Oh, more than that. Come on, Megan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, and um, ever, you know, after we we stopped or we finished school, I I didn't pursue film because it's a lot of hours and I was a mom, but I was a photographer since then and really missed being able to the the narrative aspect of film, you know, and um, I loved editing when I was in school. And so it was really fun to take that up again and be able to use those skills um, and you know, to, I, it had been truly 15 years since I'd touched like, um, editing, editing software, like Final Cut Pro, which is what we use, but, um, it's been really fun, you know, definitely.
2: Yeah. So Megan is, is the, she's the, the technical brains behind this for sure. Cause that's, it's definitely in her, her blood. And also Megan is naturally sort of artistic and able to put things together in a, in a good, like she said, good narrative. So. Now, when you
0: started the channel over nine months ago, you started uploading the videos. You know, when I look at your channel now, you do such a great job at branding. As I told you guys before we went live, you know, you've got a great channel banner, you've got a great logo. Uh, the thumbnails look fantastic on all of your videos. Now, Megan, are you doing all of the graphic work for the channel as well?
1: I am, yeah. I definitely, and I think we had had a business before, and we still have that business where um, we learned a lot about branding. And,
2: um, so yeah, coming out of the gate, we understood that we needed to yeah, make it.
1: Yeah. And, and as good. a photographer, I'd had a photography business and, um, I understood that I needed to really emphasize that and make it something that people wanted to watch and were drawn to, so. How important
0: do you think that is, as far as, like, you know, you guys being able to have those great-looking pictures as your thumbnails, and uh, it just seems that you've branded it so well and it's so tight as far as people knowing what to expect when they watch your videos, and you've got the North and South logo, and, and you know, everything's branded so tightly together. How important do you think that is for people creating YouTube channels and wanting to grow their community?
2: Yeah, for us, we we recognize very early on that it needed to be clear like that. So it was a priority for us. We, we put a lot of thought into what is this going to look like? What message are we trying to put out there? Um, our logo, we actually, we paid someone to, to design our logo. Um, so from the get go, uh, branding was our top priority. So, and know.
1: because really I, you know, we recognize that when you're on YouTube and you're searching, you, those thumbnails are everything. Um, if, you know, you look at the thumbnail, you look at the time of the video and then you look at the title. Um, and so I knew that our thumbnails needed to draw people in. And I think that has been a, a part of our success, um, is that they look, you know, they look clean, they, they look high quality. Um, and I think and
2: there's consistency. Yeah. Too. And I
1: think they really quickly, cause another thing that always bothers me on YouTube is when your thumbnail is not accurate for what the video is going to be about. You know, maybe it drew you in and then you get there and you say, I don't, I don't, I'm not even finding um, <laughs> what the, the, that thumbnail kind of was yeah. misleading. And so we want to make sure that the thumbnail not only draws people in, but also gives them an idea of what the video is going to be about really quickly.
0: Absolutely, and I think that consistency and quality is so important when it comes to the thumbnails because a lot of times people don't understand that when someone's watching one of your videos, you know, over on the right hand side, there's gonna be a list of suggested videos. And if all of your thumbnails are looking similar and they're branded the same way, People can relate, okay. Well, this is another video from this channel. And, you know, it keeps them in your channel, which is what I always tell people. It's so important. One of the most crucial things to gaining subscribers, and people don't understand this, is that you need to brand yourself so tightly and do it in a way that people are going to go from a video to video in your channel and then eventually go back to your channel page and subscribe. Because for the most part, you know, I know you guys know this, but I tell people all the time on the show. For the most part, people are going to subscribe to your content from your channel page. They're going to go back and see if you're consistently uploading. They're going to go back and see kind of some other videos that you may have uploaded. Very rarely will they actually subscribe from an actual individual video. And it's so important as far as how consistent your thumbnails are. And if they all look similar, it's going to keep the the viewer in your ecosystem a lot longer. And I think that you guys have definitely captured
2: that.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But we definitely... um a lot of work into that. Sometimes it will just be a screenshot from a video. You know, we'll say this was a great moment and we'll just take a screenshot. Um, sometimes I'll actually take photos when we're out recognizing like, this is a beautiful shot and I may be using this. I'll take maybe between five and 10 photos throughout the day. Um, but actually most of the time I end up using a screenshot and even sometimes I'll create it, you know, there'll be a great background and then it'll be a great face and I'll, and I'll put the two together. So.
0: And let's transition briefly. I want to talk about this for a second. As far as like YouTube being a business for you guys, I know it's kind of a hobby. You had mentioned earlier that you guys do run a business yourself that's outside of YouTube. What are your plans as far as are you monetizing these videos with the Adsense program on YouTube to make a little extra change? Uh, are you doing product placements are you doing sponsored videos are, do you have any plans to do any of that uh, so I guess the the main question is what are your guys' plan as far as moving forward with your YouTube channel and possibly making it part of your business
2: right yeah so we have we've definitely monetized so the the videos are monetized and we plan on Uh, YouTube standing on its own as a, as a business for us. Um, We, we definitely saw that as an option and and plan on doing that. And it it is growing in that way. Um, And also for our other business, um, we do plan on doing some videos that will feed into that other business. So um, kind of both, we want it to be its own thing. um, But also, we, we do plan on using it to hopefully feed people into our, our other business.
1: So, well, And definitely we were really excited about um, the business aspect of YouTube. I think it's right, brilliant. Yeah. I think it's so exciting that anyone can come on and if they create content that people want to watch that maybe entertains people or gives them the information they want, they have a business. You know, we had, I had worked on blogs for years trying to make money off of a blog and bring in um, you know, readers and uh, we had a pretty great following on a couple of our blogs, but really it was very difficult to then connect that with money. And I just think it's so brilliant how all I have to do is click a button with YouTube and can monetize immediately. I get advertisers <laughs> and, just, you know, set up my AdSense account and I can start to see that income flow. I think it's super American, that anyone can do it really anywhere. And as long as there's, we, you know, we talk about a transaction taking place where I entertain you and you watch and, um, I get paid for that. So I think that's, I I just, we think that's really exciting. So definitely our intention is to make it into a business. And, and, and that's partially because, um, we're already entrepreneurs and we think it's a great business model and possibly partially, partially because it's fun. A lot of it. Yeah.
0: We, yeah, we enjoy it. It's definitely freeing as far as like you know, being able to feel like, you know, you're creating that content and you get the opportunity to make money from that content. And a lot of times people don't understand that premise In that they're like, you know, you're just making videos and you're putting them on YouTube. Why should you make money from them? But people don't understand the amount of work and time that goes into creating these amazing videos and movies and, and things like that, that people are putting on YouTube. And I do believe and agree with what, what you said, Megan, in that it is amazing that that we're able to, to do that. And YouTube and Google provides us with the advertiser's to put on top of our videos. And even though a lot of times you're not making a ton of money, you're not getting rich unless you're obviously one of the top, two, 3% you know, channels on YouTube, but you are making some money and there's other avenues with affiliates and sponsor videos and things like that. Um, so definitely, definitely agree with you there. I'm excited to kind of see where you guys take it. Now, you mentioned that you are both entrepreneurs. Obviously, you've, you've got to have some type of home-based business to be able to travel and have the freedom that you guys do. What other types of businesses are you guys running that allow you the freedom to do what you're doing now?
1: Yeah, um, about five years ago, I mentioned that I'd been a photographer, a graphic designer, and um, Mike had always had a, a more traditional job. And we just really, really wanted to bring him home from that. And so we started a business um, with a company called doTERRA where we teach classes about essential oils and share them. And so we just worked on that and built that up.
2: It's a, And it's a network marketing yeah. business. And so. built
1: that up until we had the freedom to bring Mike home. And really, he came home, what, you came home three and a half years ago? Yeah, about that. And so we've had a lot of freedom since then and have been wondering what our next project was going to be and what we were going to do with the the newfound freedom and time that we had. Um, and so, you know, the traveling and the YouTube thing kind of happened about the same time for us.
2: Yeah. And so that business, we can we can basically continue to work that business wherever we have a phone or internet connection, um, and then also we set up an organization such that it, it does, it is in a large degree residual. So it continues to flow uh, regardless of what we do really, um, yeah. which is, it's given us the freedom to have time to, you know, to take our trips and do our things. Yeah, because so,
1: people ask me all the time how many hours a week I work, but I would say that I work a lot more on YouTube than oh, yeah. on the YouTube, business we created.
2: Yeah, it has, has taken I over spent, as far yeah, as I time. I spend a
1: lot of time doing Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) the YouTube channel. Yeah. Like you said, it takes a lot of time and effort. So the the power of passive income. Yes. Yes. And and,
0: and that's what I tell people all of the time. And it takes uh, it takes my wife, who is actually a teacher. She's an amazing teacher, an amazing mother, and she does so great at teaching the kids. She's a third grade teacher. Mm. And she has a hard time understanding when her and I talk about, you know, passive income and what it means and kind of all of that. Now that she's grown with me and her and I've been married now almost six years, it's one of those things to where she's starting to understand it and the power of actually being able to make money while you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. And that's what people don't understand that, you know, on YouTube, YouTube can be the base of that. Sure. And, you know, me personally, I had a full time job that I worked from, you know, since I was sixteen, seventeen years old. And, you know, over about three or four months ago, I actually had the ability because of YouTube and podcasting and other stuff that I do on the Internet and some passive income here and there to actually stop doing that job and going to do this full time. What I have found out since then is that I am actually working way more now (laughs) that I am at home working on my own business that I am so passionate about than I was when I was going to the job clocking in and clocking out so people do need to understand that that when you go work for yourself <laughs> a lot of times it's not one of those things to where you're like oh man I'm making passive income what happens is you realize you can do that and you end up working 60 hours a week as opposed to 40 and that's kind of what happens when you're an entrepreneur and you've got that that just fire in your stomach and you're ready to go and take over the world but to get back onto the point, the ability to have the freedom to travel and to do what you guys do, especially in the situation with, with nine kids and things like that, I think is an amazing story in itself. But the part of it that I really enjoy is that you guys have decided to document that, uh, and to use a creative outlet like YouTube to do that. So I want to transition into a couple of YouTube centric questions as far as what you guys have learned, uh, with your journey thus far on YouTube. So What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube?
1: I think that really this took several months, but I mentioned it earlier, but was that transaction that my job doesn't matter how great my information is. It doesn't matter how important what I want to say is. um, It it doesn't matter how cute my kids are. If I I don't entertain people, then I have not done my job. Now, obviously, there's some really important messages out there, but you have to be entertaining while you deliver those messages. And um, and so just understanding really quickly what my job is, because I think I felt a little lost. Like, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do with these videos? And um, it, it, my first job really is to make sure that people aren't bored, that, you know, they're going to watch
2: and that they care. Yeah. Really.
1: That, you know, and so um I guess that maybe some people will say, but it's so important. You know, I want to have a YouTube channel about um, personal liberty or I want to have a YouTube channel about whatever your topic is. Um, I think it's important to remember, though, that it's still your job to make sure that people have a good time as you're teaching them or as you're sharing what you want to share with them. Um, I wish somebody had said that. And then several months in, somebody also said to me, um, you know, as much as you know you love your viewers you also don't owe them anything so i guess that's kind of different than what i just said but you know once you really start you'll start to get a lot of comments and questions yeah. and people saying i want to hear about this or you need to do this you need to post this often or your videos need to be this long or they'll be you know just down mean. yeah yeah and remembering that i don't i don't owe them anything if i don't want to make a video for a week i don't have to or if i don't want to make a video on that topic I don't have to. There's definitely the importance of listening to your audience, but remembering that your audience is not your boss is an important thing too.
2: Um, I for me, I think uh, a lot of it goes back to the the comments. I I and I think we actually had people tell us from the beginning, but it, it's hard to put into practice. Like, you got to remove yourself a little bit from what people are saying um, on both sides. You don't want to start thinking you're uh, and. When people have positive comments, you don't want to get your 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 head too big and 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 get too big for your britches. But at the same time, you don't want to also <clears throat> be affected too much by the negative comments because they are going to come. You know, people are gonna are gonna say what they think, or they're just gonna be trolls who are just mean. Um, and you gotta let that roll off, you know, on both sides, um, so that you don't you don't let it and also don't let those get into your head when you're making a a, a video because yeah. you can start to change what you're showing according to some negative comment you know and and you're not being true to yourself or to what you're trying to put out there because suddenly you've got these voices in your head uh saying things so you got to be careful about the comments in general and uh, take it as these are people's opinions and these are they're bringing their own background their own history into it um it doesn't necessarily uh reflect on true reality as far as what you're doing and shouldn't affect your message, what you're trying to say.
0: Yeah, I always tell people, especially new creators on YouTube, just just ignore the comment section for the most part. You know, a, <laughs> lo- a lot of times people will get on there and they'll read all of these mean and negative comments, and, and they don't understand, you know, where are these people coming from. And a lot of times, these people just have nothing better to do uh, except for go and, and scour the internet and, and find someone to go and, and make fun of, and and to, you know comment negatively on their content. You know, it's your platform. And back to what Megan said, you know, don't let the viewers be your boss. You know, she's, she's so right in saying that in that, you know, People are going to tell you what to do. They just are. They're not the ones putting in the work. They're not the ones putting in the time. They're not editing the videos late at night like like we are. You know, they're just commenting on those videos. So I couldn't agree more uh, with everything that you guys said there. So this question may be more targeted towards Megan than Mike, as you've said you're the more technical person as far as doing the the processing for the videos. But Mike, you may have something here as well. But are there any YouTube tools that you could recommend to our audience that you just couldn't live without? Whether be software, hardware, internet resource?
1: Well, I'll first start with um, YouTube um, has a really great series of training videos. And I'm actually usually hate stuff like that. Like, oh, I don't want to watch that. But my um, 15 year old son said, Mom, they're really good. You really need to watch them. So we did spend some time watching some of their um, training videos on on creating content. And, and I felt like those were really helpful. And I do tell people when they talk to me about a YouTube channel to watch those, but actual things that I use, um, we use final cut pro and I know there are some, you know, a lot of people will use iMovie or other more simple editing softwares, but I just really love the freedom that final cut pro gives me. I feel like I can do anything as long as I know how. (laughs) Um, and then definitely I'm going back to YouTube watching videos on how to use final cut pro, but, um, And we also film with a high quality camera and it's really heavy. And I know a lot of YouTube YouTubers choose lighter, um, um, cameras. We have a DSLR, we have, um, a Canon 70D and it's really heavy.
0: I want that camera. So bad. I want the I want the ADD extremely bad. And I've been looking at it and, and I've been trying to convince my wife that I need is it. something we need in our house. But she she, she doesn't. Well, and it, yeah, so. for
1: a long time, Mike thought that we had made the wrong decision or I guess long time, I mean, in the weeks that we started, months that we started. Um, but we really did start getting comments pretty quickly about how how great our videos looked and how the quality was really great. And I think that's part of that transaction I talked about. I think it's important that it's, it's good to look at that people, you know, it's not too shaky. It's not too blurry that it's crisp. The lighting's good. And I think a camera is a huge part of that. I mean, even just with image stabilization, um, we recently added a mic to our, um, our gear and yeah,
2: shotgun mic to the top of the camera and
1: uh, and with a like a wind cover on it because that was, you know, we were having to cut out. We're outside
2: all the time. Yeah. We either cut
1: out really great scenes or put music over because the wind was just too much. Um, so that's been a really helpful thing for us.
2: As long as we turn the mic on. Yeah. (laughs) That was our issue.
1: So, um, I think really those have been, you know, I, I, as a photographer for, you know, a dozen years before this, I really knew that equipment was a big deal that I, I struggled for years as a photographer feeling like, why can't I get my stuff to look as good as this person or that person? But I was using subpar equipment. And, um, as much as it's, you think it's skill and talent on the, on the side of, you know, the creator, a huge portion of it really is your equipment and your job's going to get easier and faster. And, um, in, in, and you're going to be like, why did I struggle with this junk? You know, I just should have invested um, as quickly as I could in the um, the more expensive equipment.
0: Yeah, it has never been cheaper to start a YouTube channel or start a podcast or create any type of content mm-hmm. than it is now. There's so much stuff you can get out there that's such great quality uh, that can help you start creating content on a budget. And that's why when people ask me all the time, you know, Money shouldn't be a barrier, you know, if, if you've got a, a decent job and, and, you know, you've got some uh, a little bit of expendable income to go out and buy a microphone and buy a camera, get some editing software, whatever it may be, you know, you can get started and start something uh, really inexpensively. But I definitely agree with what you're saying, Megan, in that, you know, once I realize that, wait a minute if I get this spend a little more money, this is going to save me so much time in the long run when I'm editing because of how much better quality and how easy it is to use this equipment. So I couldn't agree more. I'm a, I'm a technology geek anyways. I'm a gearhead, So I love the new technology and I love looking at new gear and gadget and things like that to make my life easier. So uh, that's just where I'm at. I I live in that space and that's kind of what my YouTube channel is about anyway. So I love that stuff. So, uh, transitioning on to the next question if you guys could give one piece of advice to emerging youtubers or someone wanting to start on youtube or just getting started what would that piece of
1: advice be yeah i i'm gonna we've talked about this but i think a brand is really important i think create recognizing that no matter what you do you are editing out some parts of your life or some parts of your content you know i've I've talked to people before about how i don't um shoot videos of you know Mike picking his nose. I mean, whether that happens well, or not, you know, yeah. I, I, just I, I can't it say. <laughs> Mike's like, it happens,
0: but we but, edit it out.
1: <laughs> but, um, but I guess my point is you are editing out some parts of your life. So you're really creating a persona or a character. And so just get really clear on what that persona is. Um, as much as we're authentic, we also have a brand. And, um, something that we believe in and want to share. And so get really, really clear on your brand. We spent a lot of time before filming any video determining what it was that our YouTube channel was about, who we were talking to, um, you know, our target audience, um, what we, what feeling we wanted to create for people, that sort of thing. And I think, um, you want to do that and you because you will attract your target audience so much better because you're going to have a target audience and so you'll do a better job of communicating with them and also leading yourself to say sometimes we'll want to make a video on something so you know what that's not that's not what our youtube channel is all about Mm -hmm. you know there's a million things we can make youtube videos on um and sometimes we'll we'll think it's a great idea and then recognize that's not our brand and that's not what we're about so i think spending some time there's some great stuff online if you just type in branding, there's great worksheets to help you. Um, There's great videos on YouTube about branding. I think it's important to recognize you have a brand, whether you try to or not. And so if you can get clear on what that brand is, and you can spend time on that and and, and drive that brand rather than just be driven by it, I think that's really important.
2: Yeah. And uh, for me, I would say, get comfortable with how scary it is to start Because it is, I didn't realize this until we were starting to put up our first videos, how vulnerable you feel when you're putting yourself out there like that. That's, it's a scary thing to do to put this out to the world and say, here, what do you think? You know, and you're afraid no one's going to watch it. No one's going to care or people are going to hate it. Um, And just get comfortable with that fear um, and and push through it because I don't know if there's any way around it. When you're first starting out, it's, it's, it's scary.
1: Yeah, Mike and I really love a quote, um, and I can't quote it directly, but it's Teddy Roosevelt, and he talks about being in the ring, and how there are people who are sitting in the seats watching you fight, and who are the critics and who want to complain about what you do or don't do, but they're not in the ring. They're not the ones getting bloodied. They're not the ones, you know, working hard. And so we try to remember that that there are there are are those people sitting on their sofa that want to say all sorts of awful things to us, but we're the ones doing it, you know, and um, we're the ones in the ring. And um, we're the ones really changing the world is what we feel. And maybe that sounds a little self-important, but definitely there's a power and vulnerability, but also a real terror, too. So
2: Yeah. Well, and I think YouTube gives you a platform to actually have an effect on the world, you know, to even if it's a small piece of that world, um, people are going to be affected by what you put out there. And and that's a that's a powerful thing um, to have. And it's, and it's pretty amazing that uh, we've talked about this for that, that we have that platform to, to do that and to, to put ourselves out there and hopefully have some, a good effect on, on people and on the world through this, through YouTube channel. So yeah, YouTube is such an amazing platform. And
0: when you've been given that platform, the responsibility is on you to, to get your message out and to start changing lives. And, you know, people's ask me all the time. They say, well, Dusty, why do you always say on your podcast, you know, you want to help people change lives and make a difference and impact people? Because the reason I say that is because it's so true. When you're creating videos, you're creating content. There's people who are consuming that, who may be having a bad day or a bad month, or they may be going through something that they can watch your video and just come, come away from that for a while and escape from that. And and people don't understand that when you have a message and you found your target audience, it's your responsibility to get that message out. And YouTube is such a phenomenal platform. And I completely agree with you guys in that, you know, our job as creators, as performers, as people who are on a platform like YouTube, is to create content that's going to help people, that's going to make a difference. As I always say, there is enough negativity, there is enough horrible things going on in this world, in this society, you know there's no need to bring that on YouTube to your channel. And I want to bring a positive light, some positivity to the people who watch my content. You know, I want to make a difference. I want to be able to, and you know, Megan, you said you didn't think it was, it was too like self-imposing, but that's not, that's not true. What you guys are doing in indeed is changing lives as people are watching your content. So I couldn't agree more with what you said. And I, I was thinking about a quote that uh, that my dad always says to me I uh, used to say it a lot more when I was younger but he said you know Dusty there are people doing things and then there are people talking about doing things and you know if you're out there and I think the biggest hurdle for people to create YouTube content or just content in general as far as putting themselves out on the internet is they're afraid and what you said Mike is is so true is that people are afraid of The vulnerability that's going to take place when you put your face on camera when you put your voice out there and a lot of times it's the people who are closest to us that we're worried about the most in that you know what are they going to think you know when they see me out there talking about uh, about this or, or, or that or whatever it may be on our YouTube channel so I want to encourage you out there if you're listening to the show. You've got to get past that point. Once you get past the point of vulnerability and being afraid to put yourself out there, you will indeed see that your content improves so much because of how free you feel to, to just create what you want to create because of what makes you happy and what you're passionate about. Now, guys, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but you guys had some really good stuff. Um, so in closing, I want to ask you guys this. What is next for your YouTube channel? What do you plan on doing in the next year, two years, three years, as far as the structure and growth of the
2: North and South YouTube channel? Um, well, for us, I, I know we're going we're gonna to continue as far as a platform of travel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that will still be a, a major theme of our, of our channel. Um, a big part of it is where we're going to be as far as our, our travel goes we have plans uh, that that we'll, we're going to be in the states for the next year about mm-hmm. uh maybe and then we we think we'll take this overseas and and do Europe and that kind of thing um so as far as we're physically at and what we're doing we'll we'll continue with the travel and uh and expand that out to you know the world we want to go yeah. other places
1: yeah i think um someday we won't just be about we won't be living in an RV we'll be living you know in a house in the Alps for a month or um in a house in um, in Africa for a month so i think that will be exciting and also just something that I am noticing and I'm grateful for is that each and every video I make is better than the one before. Sure. And um, part of that is watching other people's content and and being inspired by what they're doing and seeing if I can't match it or or do something similar. And part of it is just, I just get better because I'm doing it. And so I'm excited to see how good my videos are in a year. Yeah,
2: that'll be good. (laughs) Just
1: to see them be um, better than they are now. I see so much growth in the last six months. I'm excited for
2: yeah. Well, and we also I think we also see that there'll be other opportunities that will come up as the as yeah. our YouTube channel grows. Because we plan on it, it growing and being a a big channel, so to speak. Um so we, we think that there'll be other opportunities as far as we haven't done a whole lot with sponsorship. Yeah. Um we have we get
1: contacted quite a we bit. We
2: reviewed like one thing. One
1: product.
2: One product that we got contacted about. I think that will probably grow. Definitely. Um, I, I imagine. So that's that's still somewhat new territory for us as far as products or other
1: books or speaking. Yeah, we definitely plan on YouTube being a platform that enables us to reach even greater influence in other arenas, whether it be a book or whether it be sponsorship or 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 all sorts of stuff.
2: Yeah. So we're open to a lot of those things, but still somewhat new to that stuff.
1: And I'll add, you know. Mike and I have learned from other businesses we've built that don't don't be embarrassed to to tell yourself that you're going to have a million subscribers someday. You know, um, it, it there's no point in wasting your time saying, oh, am I worthy of that or, oh, am I good enough for that? Or is that silly of me to say that? You just got to go for it. You just got to believe it and say, I'm going to have a million subscribers someday and not worry about um, all those nascent. The fact you only have two at this point. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just got to, like, not look at reality in a lot of ways. And just, I, I really think there's a power in that. And, and, um, you know, actually it's funny. I just realized this when we first started YouTube, I got on Photoshop and kind of, um, manipulated an image. So it looked like we had, um, 10,000 views on a video. Oh, you remember that? Oh yeah. And I I put that up on that. our wall and to um, visualize it. Yeah. We've yeah. had over a hundred thousand views on a video in the last few months. And so, you know, definitely I have visualizations of of having this number of subscribers or getting that play button from YouTube or whatever it is. And I think you've got to do that. It, there's a power in that and it and, and it's exciting. And so I imagine us getting interviewed on, you know, some morning on show podcast. on a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. So I think that's an important part, too.
0: Well, I'm going to say, if you guys blow up, which I know eventually <laughs> you will, I will say that I had the first right interview man. back in the original days <laughs> of when, you know, they were they were on the precipice <laughs> of, of getting started. Now, you know, I remember when I told my wife I was at like 50,000 subscribers or something like that, and I told her, I said, you know, one day I'm going to get that YouTube play button. You know, three or four months ago when I finally got that play button, you know, I shot past the 100,000 subscribers. I begin to think to myself, I was like, you know what? this is possible. You know, this, this isn't just a pipe dream. This isn't something that that's just a dream. You know, this is something that, you know what? I am good enough. You know, I am creating this content. I'm working my tail off and you know, I love doing what I'm doing and I want to see where this can go. And you know, as you said, Megan, you know, you you look around and you see these people who are doing amazing things and you're like, you know what? I'm going to match that. I can do that. And you know, don't ever get discouraged with numbers. Don't ever get discouraged with video views because you know what? It will come. If you keep creating content consistently and, and you're Doing it well, the viewers will come. Mike, Megan, I want to let you guys know this has probably been one of my favorite interviews, and I've interviewed over forty creators now, so I re- I'm really excited about putting this one uh, this one on the on the interwebs. Uh, so if you would, before I let you guys go, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh, so it's Norp and South is the YouTube channel name. Norp, should I spell it? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a weird name. Um, it's K N. O R P P Norp and South uh, is our YouTube channel and our website is about to be live. It's Norp and so, uh So that's where you can find us.
1: You can find us on Instagram as well and Facebook. So yeah, we're out there
2: guys.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I am so excited to be able to talk to people like you who are so inspired and so passionate about what you're doing. So tell the kids, all of them, that I said hello. And uh, I'm going to be keeping up with them on the YouTube channel. And you guys have a great day. Thanks so much, Thanks, Dusty. Dusty. Have a great day.